Hello and welcome to Core Sampler, the podcast where we drill into the Sitecore community to bring you insights into the work talented people are doing every day on the Sitecore Experience platform. Whether you're a developer, a marketer, or both, we're glad you're here. Welcome to the Get to Know an MVP podcast. My name is Nicole Montero, and today we'd like to introduce you to Sitecore Technology MVP, Gabe Streza. Welcome, Gabe. Hi, thanks for having me, Nicole. Thank you so much for being here. So, Gabe, can you introduce yourself to the Sitecore community for those that don't already know you? Sure. Uh, my name is Gabe Streza. Uh, I was born and raised in the Chicagoland area of Illinois in the United States, where I currently live with my wife, our three children, and two dogs. Uh, I am a technical architect at uh, RightPoint in the digital operation services arm, and I've been at Sitecore Technology MVP for the last five years running since 2018. Wow, five years. Congratulations. And you you must be busy. Two dogs and three children, you said, right? Yeah. I'll, I'll, that, that must be busy. <laughs> absolutely. Um, my kids are all under six, so you can oh, wow. imagine what yes. the household sounds like. Yep. I can imagine. But it sounds quiet right now if you're there. Uh, yes, right now it is quiet. So uh, nap time is a great time. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Gabe, can you share three fun facts about yourself so the community can get to know you a little bit better? Sure. Um, well, the first one is, uh, I've been a drummer for over 20 years. Uh, and I started really young and I continue playing today. Um, the second one is, uh, I've, I was born and raised in the United States, but my parents are, are both Romanian. Uh, and so my first spoken language, uh, was Romanian. And so I'm, I'm fluent in that language, um, and still speak that with, uh, with my parents, my grandparents, which is great. Uh, and then my final third fun fact is, uh, Barack Obama follows me on Twitter. What? Wow. That's, that's a really fun fact. How did you manage to get Barack Obama to follow you on Twitter? You know, I'm not sure how it happened. Uh, just one day it was under my notifications. I was like, this can't be real. Uh, and so I checked it and it's got the blue checkbox and everything. Wow. And so uh, it, it just ended up being, uh, you know, a, a fact on my repertoire of fun facts. Yeah, that, that's a very cool fun fact to have. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> so Gabe, bringing it back to the Sitecore community, when did you join the Sitecore community? Yeah, my, my first spell with Sitecore was nearly 10 years ago, uh, back in 2013. Uh, and the company I was working for at the time was just getting started in the Sitecore CMS space. And they had commissioned a, a formal on-site instructor-led training course uh, for Sitecore 6.5 at the time uh, for a group of maybe 10 to 15 developers, and I was uh, lucky enough to get a spot on there. And it was all early in my career as a web developer. Uh, I was only about a year, a year and a half out of college. And uh, until uh, until then, I'd only been working with native mobile apps. And uh, the, comp- the company I was working for is their proprietary VB.net content management system. And that gave me really good uh, taste for CMS concepts. Um, but the jump to Sitecore is really what changed my career trajectory. And uh, during the first couple of years of working with Sitecore with different teams on different projects, uh, I not only started to get a good solid foundation of Sitecore development and practices, but also began to understand the depth of the community gluing it all together. Uh, and in fact, one of my colleagues whom I, I greatly in- admire uh, had been awarded the Sitecore Technology MVP. And uh, that's when I heard about the program for the first time and all, all, all of its benefits. So uh, he was actually one of the reasons that inspired me to, to set some long-term goals uh, to apply and, and potentially be selected one day. So 
I started participating in the cycle community, uh, mostly on Twitter, um, just following, tweeting, liking, retweeting, anything interesting uh, in terms of cycle related content, uh, conversations or announcements I would come across and just try to uh, sort of be present. Um, and one thing I remember back then uh, in, in the Twitter space, um, Mike Reynolds, a longtime MVP, started tweeting hashtag Psychor Scrum. I think it was daily, um, but it was an opportunity for others in the community to reply, you know, what are you up to today in, in the Psychor world? And I really love that idea. So I, I tried to join that conversation routinely and, and just put myself out there. Um, and while that wasn't really direct, meaningful contribution, I, I felt I was at least establishing a presence and making connections, um, mm -hmm. which was a positive step forward. So in 2014, I was predictably rejected when I applied for, for Psychor MVP, but it gave, you know, it really reminded me that um, there was more to it than, you know, just being present there, there needed to be some actual contributions. So by mid 2016, I had transitioned to a, a new company and uh, my new mentors there encouraged me to start tracking my goals uh, for community contribution throughout the year, which is something I just wasn't doing before. Um, and during that time, I had launched my blog, PsychCorpGabe.com, and uh, it gave me a space where I could post PsychCorp-specific content, um, you know, solutions to issues or, or new things that I was learning um, directly on a platform that, you know, I kind of held dear to, to me, right? It was, you know, there's some added inspiration when you have your own web property that you want to sort of build upon and expand. Um, so, you know, just launching my blog in itself gave me some of that inspiration to, to start writing more. And I found a lot of inspiration as a developer within uh, post launch managed services, uh, meaning, you know, projects that have gone live, but, you know, still need, you know, uh, a little bit of love. And so I was, um, you know, enhancing established Psychor sites. And um, those those sites brought a lot of new challenges and unique problems to solve. And mm -hmm. so, um, you know, I became comfortable with sort of taking some of the things I was working on, uh, generalizing them and then posting them, um, which helped me secure that first award in 2018. And, uh, you know, since then, in addition to blogging, I can name a few standout contributions that I think have helped me um, sort of secure an award every year since, uh, one of which is building and launching uh, PsychorIcons.com, which is a standalone Psychor Icon Discovery web app, um, which is pretty widely used by the community based off of the analytics that I have access to. Um, Along with that, writing and sharing various PowerShell scripts. Um, if you know anything about me, I'm, I'm really into Sitecore and I'm really into PowerShell and, and those two are a match made in heaven. So, um, you know, things like the Sitecore 9 machine prerequisites check with PowerShell or the Azure Kudu uh, PowerShell module uh, or more recently the Sitecore containers prerequisites tool. Um, you know, all of these were scripts that uh, run standalone but uh, have been... Uh, you know, appreciated by the community, I think, just based off of the feedback that I've received. Um, and so PowerShell scripts, some browser extensions, um, and then more recently back uh, last year in 2021, uh, I participated and actually secured a win uh, in the Sitecore PowerShell category of the Sitecore Hackathon. Um, so I remain, a you know, pretty involved in the community and, and I still maintain a strong presence on Twitter as well. 
Yeah, I, I can see that you're very involved in the community. So that's amazing. <laughs> um, and two points uh, that I just, I, I like that you mentioned the first one, you know, that you did not become an MVP the first time you applied. And that's important to note because, you know, it's not an easy award to attain. And even if you don't make it the first time, the Psychore community, um, and this is something I hear over and over again from MVPs and others in the community, they're really there to help you. So don't be shy, reach out to someone, uh, find yourself a mentor. There is a mentorship program now. Um, even if it's not a mentor, just reach out to an MVP and ask for some advice. It sounds like you had mentors, which I'm assuming were MVPs and they helped you through the process and now you're an MVP. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm. definitely. And that, that's what I find really most appealing about the psycho community is that, um, you know, there's an incredible sense of camaraderie and and support that just radiates throughout the community. And so you can always find someone to help answer a question or discuss a, a topic, whether it's, you know, technology or, um, you know, enhancing your own career. Um, ultimately, that's what I find fantastic about Psychor is that there's this built-in support system driven by community members, which is just really rare to find anywhere else. It's unlike anything I've ever been a part of, and I'm totally grateful for it. Awesome. So you've been part of the community for 10 years. What is it about the community that you find most appealing? Yeah, I mean, just like I said, it's just having that built-in support system, right? It, you know, there's always someone to help. There's always someone to answer a question on Slack or, or, or Stack Exchange. Um, there's really no shortage in people just willing to jump in and help. Um, and so that's really, I think what it comes down to is, is the, the community that, um, that comes with Psychor. So, you know, starting to contribute to the community, putting yourself out there can sometimes be a bit scary. I guess, you know, when you began contributing to the community, was there a time you faced some sort of a challenge? And if so, how did you overcome this? Sure. Yeah, uh, that very first blog post that I wrote was the hardest one. Uh, it almost felt like a chore, um, you know, and I, I didn't feel possibly through my own anxieties of rejection or lack of confidence if what I was writing about was, was actually worth sharing. Um, you know, I wasn't comfortable advertising it even after I had written it, revised it, had it writ like read by other MVPs before posting it. Um, you know, it, you know, as I became more comfortable sharing my public, my ideas publicly, um, I became less concerned about if I was embarrassing myself and more thrilled by the prospect of feedback from the community. So, you know, I'd say if you're just starting with contribu uh, contribution um, and you're considering blogging, you know, take your time, go at your own pace, but don't let the idea that your content is not worth posting, you know, prevent you from posting. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And what advice do you have for someone who would like to be an MVP? Well, being an MVP is all about being active and supporting the community. And I, I struggled for a few years to interject myself into the community and become engaged. So, you know, some of the advice uh, that I would have is set yourself some goals and follow up with them regularly. There's, there's no shame to committing uh, to becoming a Psychor MVP, right? Especially if it helps you contribute more organically. Uh, if you start to blog, get into the mindset to consider what you're working on, uh, be it a unique error with no direct answers online that you've solved or an enhancement or a PowerShell script, whatever it is. Um, if it's going to help someone down the road, even if there's a slight chance of it, it's worth the post. So share, share, share as much as you can. Um, in addition to that, uh, community involvement is paramount. And so there, there are lots of ways to be involved, whether it's a user group, in person or virtual. 
um, joining the conversation on Slack or on Twitter, answering questions on Sitecore Stack Exchange, joining Sitecore Lunch, which there are a couple of iterations at this point, um, either based in the US or Europe. Um, definitely lots of ways to be able to uh, be present and become involved. And then finally, document your achievements and contributions throughout the year uh, because they're, in, they're essential to your MVP application. Yeah, very good advice. The other thing is, you know, getting involved in um, user groups, like you said, virtually or in person or the Sitecore lunches. If you're new to the community, that's a good way to, you know, start to see some faces, put faces to names. um, And then you'll feel more comfortable reaching out to people, even myself in this role. Um, You know, I started a year and a bit ago at Sitecore. I found myself to be a little bit shy at the beginning to put myself out there. But when I started meeting people in person or through the podcast, then it just totally changes the relationship, even if it's a virtual connection or in-person connection. So that's something um, I would definitely, definitely add to that. So great advice. Absolutely. And so uh, finally here, can you please share your favorite motivational quote with the Sitecore community? Yeah, it's uh, find inspiration through curiosity. And I chose this because Sitecore has always been an evolving ecosystem. And with evolutions, of course, come new problems, which in turn surface into new opportunities. It's always been this way with Sitecore, and it's it's what helps the community thrive. Um, so as the product continues to evolve, be curious, seek opportunities to learn, tweak, and share your experiences. Fabulous. That quote fits perfectly with the Sitecore community. So Gabe, thank you so much for sharing your Sitecore MVP story with us today. It was great having you. Thanks so much for having me. Next time you hear me, we'll be getting to know another Sitecore MVP. Until then, cultivate the community.